March 26th, 2021, Friday, and everybody's working for the weekend. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, joined, of course, by the lovely Issa and Mr. Matt Morgan, who I feel like I haven't seen in ages. Yeah, right. Know, that, right? Was the fa- that was the fastest two weeks ever. I, when you're not doing, you know, isn't it weird how time goes by so much faster when you're not doing the podcast? Yes. Yes. But when you're doing it, it's like, oh, I feel every day. I feel all that time. Raj, Raj texted me and I was like in my head, I went and looked at the calendar. I'm like, dude, it's only been one freaking week. There's no way it's been two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Did and, you get uh, some relaxing time? Did you get some downtime time with the family? He's like, no. No. <laughs> no. Lord, no. No, I couldn't do it because I, I, all my other responsibilities pushes pushed my, all of my other responsibilities back three hours. Like, right. Like right now, I'm lucky I was able to even watch SmackDown, but I was able to watch it in the gym the whole time I was in there. I'm getting ready for a show. I'm getting ready for my own wrestling match that I'm going to be wrestling myself. All this other shit I've got on my plate now. And uh, so it just moves everything back, like uh, as far as time goes. So I'm not done until, you know, 12 a.m., 1 a.m. usually now. That's insane. Well, you were missed. I'm glad you're back. Oh, thank you. Thank you're you doing all this, Matt. I'm I'm buying a house. I'm moving. I feel like this is the end of Stand By Me, and we're just showing how we all drift apart as we grow up and move on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Cherish these moments while we still have them together. <laughs> uh, SmackDown tonight, though, man. Okay. Fastlane's over. WrestleMania season has begun, officially. Yeah. I was pretty stoked to see them setting up uh... – KO and Sammy for a Mania match, actually. I, yeah, I know there's not much um, meat on the bones as far as, like, an updated story with them as far as length goes, but I don't need one with them. They have a built-in right. one. They work so well together, and it, and it has potential shows. I know it sounds crazy, but it has potential show stealer written on it. Yeah. Yeah, so does Cesaro and Seth Rollins. I think there's a couple of undercard matches that could really steal the show this year. Yeah. Hopefully That's they put them on one. separate nights too. Like they need to put KO and Sami Zayn on one night and Cesaro and Seth Rollins on a different night. Yeah. I agree. Uh, we opened up the show tonight and we knew this was happening. There were rumors flying around social media, wrestling journalists. I use air quotes when I say wrestling journalists. Uh, we're saying, oh, they're going to change the edge Roman match to a triple threat with Daniel Bryan. And tonight's how we got there with Daniel Bryan essentially demanding a rematch against Roman Reigns, suggesting one tonight, suggesting that uh, he faced the winner of the, the first uh, the edge and Roman match night one in mania and he goes night two uh, and big. I mean, this was like taking the long way to get there tonight to make that a triple threat of mania with Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns and edge. I don't like it. I know it really? sounds not. I know it sounds crazy. It's Daniel Bryan. I like him in every match. Except this one. Um, Roman don't need it. Um, Edge, I, I started to, you know, talk to, you know, talk to some fans. And fans were, like, kind of down on Edge because his character kind of has gone back and forth since he's come back. He's kind of a dick on a couple weeks in a row. And then, like, the next week he's being normal Edge again. Then he kind of drifts back into being kind of a dick again. You know, talking smack to the guys backstage about, you know, before their matches and stuff. But I still don't think that's enough. 
to, to, to pull the Batista treatment and say, oh, Edge has been a failure since he's come back. He can't main event mania. Let's, uh, let's hit the eject button and let's just put Daniel Bryan in again. He'll guarantee us a good match. He will guarantee you a good match. Roman didn't need it, though. This is supposed to be about Roman and building Roman. Who gives a shit what Edge has done? Um, Edge just needs to take the one, two, three from Roman. That's it. That's all this is for. It's just being serviceable for Roman pinning him. One, two, three. That's it. He's now beaten a Hall of Famer. And that's the heat that he's supposed to be getting out of this. Not some, he doesn't need to have some five-star mega match here. He doesn't need to have that. And I, I don't get Daniel Bryan, who they've beaten 1,019 times in a row, can't even beat Cesaro, is now tripping on a banana peel and main event in WrestleMania? No. Mm. Well, I mean, he's there to take the pin because I think they want to protect. Who? Edge? Yeah, Edge has got. Uh, I mean, Edge has got a lot of money on this contract. He's doing a couple matches a year. And I guess what? He lost. WWE. He lost to Randy. Yeah. You so, so guess what WWE? You get your money's worth by putting. Oh, I don't know. Roman, your top, your hood ornament. You have him go over on that guy. You're paying all that money for. That's part of why you pay him so much money. Yeah, yeah. I am with Matt on this one, and he was already pinned by Randy Orton. So what are you protecting? You know what I mean? Like, what's, what's the protection here? He wasn't. Listen, I I don't need it. I understand where they're going with this. I was actually more intrigued when Daniel Bryan suggested doing the two-night thing. I was like, oh, I didn't see them going in that route. And they didn't, obviously. When he suggested that, I was like, okay. They don't have anything for Daniel Bryan to do, and they don't want to leave him out of WrestleMania. And that's what it feels like to me. Okay. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Get him a different match. Right. Yeah, right. I'm afraid they're going to keep stacking these matches or we're going to see a lot of one-on-ones become triple threats with the uh, misfit toys and the leftovers that they're trying to get on the card to make it a bigger show. Well, this Good is the main night. event match. This wasn't the match. This is the main event match. This was not the match for them to tinker with. Yeah. I mean, I could see, I mean, if she, depending on when Charlotte's back, I could see Charlotte get added to, one of the women's matches. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they could do oh. to overpack this mania. How pissed off would you guys be if Charlotte found her way into a three-way between Sasha and what's her name? Yeah. So many, so many fists. How pissed man. off would you guys be? <laughs> it. I don't like this. I don't like, don't even mention mm. it. Don't even say anything. <laughs> I know. Uh, Nathaniel Cook, 499, saying once again, WWE drops the ball. Daniel Bryan needs to battle Pete Dunne, and that match would blow the roof off the place. Makes Ooh, bad. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. No. That's a good idea. That could be good. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez, 499, saying, From what I read, Vince feared Roman getting cheered and Edge getting booed, which is hilarious after Vince spent years trying to right? get him cheered. Oh, well, so I'm cool what? with that. I'm cool with that. Oh. Antoine Fair, $5, saying, Matt, to me, this is clearly to have Edge win and protect Roman uh -huh. by Daniel Bryan eating Edge's uh -huh. pen. Uh, that better not be it. <laughs> that better not happen. If that happens, I'm kicking my TV in, and I'm never watching WWE again. How about that? Huh? If you kick yours, I'll punch mine. There you go. <laughs> so stupid to do that. Kronishaw, $2, saying, wish Bailey had a match at Mania. I think Same. Bailey should be hosting WrestleMania. Wait, time out. She still doesn't have a match? She doesn't have so. a match. Still? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Brian Barry, 499. Edge pins Brian. That's my only guess. No. Nope. No, I don't I think know. so. I think, I honestly think that 
it's, yeah. it's just to improve the quality of the match. I mean, it's going to be a great match, though, right? Uh, Edge versus Roman? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I didn't think he looked that great against Jey Uso. So I thought he looked oh. good against um, Randy Orton, but that match he had a couple of weeks ago, or two, was it last week? I can't remember yeah. against Jey Uso. I didn't think he looked at his best. So I think maybe to improve the quality of the match, I don't know. I... I I thought the Daniel Bryan thing was just for Fastlane and that was going to be it. I didn't think it would, it would go here. Hmm. But here we are. <laughs> there we are. Well, speaking <laughs> of great matches, we had Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura tonight. Uh, Rollins picking up a win again in this build between Seth and Cesaro. Uh, Issa, what did you think of this match? I thought they put an amazing match at Fastlane, but I didn't need to see Shinsuke getting pinned again. I thought that the matchup Fastlane was great and Seth wins. But listen, they're trying to tell Seth and Cesaro and Shinsuke is just the sacrificial lane right. here <laughs> to build that feud. And I'm okay with that because I do want to see um, Seth Rollins so, and Cesaro. So that's why. And the only reason I'm remotely okay with him beating Shinsuke Nakamura tonight. Um, mm -hmm. Because it will mean even more if Cesaro beats him now. But Still, with that said, I don't like seeing Shinsky take pins. I don't think any of us do. Um, and just another example of them not really getting the full value out of this guy. But yeah, forget. Besides all that, this was a really good match, though. I yeah, really dug this match. They have incredible chemistry in the ring. They put an amazing match on Sunday. They did it again today, just in a shorter version of it. And I just have to say, uh, this Seth Rollins character is growing on me. Not just really. The the character himself, he is so annoying <laughs> that I, I actually like it. Him and Sami Zayn right now are on a different level to me when it comes to being annoying, making you laugh, but uh -huh. still taking them seriously. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, not so much Sami. You you see what I'm saying? I don't know the the whole. He is so aggravating. Even his tweets annoy me, and I love it. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Wolfbane three dollars saying not happy with the Roman triple threat. This sucks. And it King does. King Rail, $5, wondering, will they bring up Kane being the fake Diesel and the dentist at his Hall of Fame induction? Yes. <laughs> I hope yes. so. They'll bring it up as part of a story, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot more to talk about. But first, next week, Matt Morgan and I getting the band back together for our return to Stereo, the sponsor of this episode. If you ever watch this show and you think, I love hearing them talk about wrestling with just a little bit of segues and off-topic banter, and I wish that was flipped around to hear them talk about off-topic banter with a little bit of wrestling. You need to turn tune into the after show, as it were, on Stereo. Stereo is a live social conversation app for iOS or Android where you can host your own conversations or join other people's. Matt Morgan and I have been doing the after show, as it were, for uh, like eight weeks now. It's been great. You all ask questions, and that's the cool thing about Stereo. You can record audio. We play it on the show. We answer your questions. We say we're going to do 45 minutes. We go for three hours. It's crazy. And next week, Matt and I are bringing it back to Stereo with the after show, as it were. Download that stereo app for iOS or Android. And once you get it, follow Matt Morgan, follow Glenn Rubenstein, and you'll be notified when we go live next week. We haven't set a time yet. And follow NYC Demon Diva because Issa, <coughs> you've been on there. You were on there like three times this week. Yeah, I was. I was. I've been doing content with somebody else, and then I'm doing my own on Thursday. All right. Let's not get out of control with using words like content here. Um, <laughs> let me... Not just you, by the way. It's everybody. Um, <laughs> what, what do you uh, What do you do on there, Demon Diva? Like, what do you mainly do? You have something that you talk more about? Yeah, we just talk or? all things wrestling going on. Like at least the one that I do on Thursdays is just girl talk. It's with my girlfriend. We just do girl talk about wrestling. 
That's all cool. things happening and what we're into this week, headlines, etc. I'm not going to let it derail the show tonight, but ne- Matt, next week on Stereo, we have to talk about DIY home security hacks because I've got some ideas. Oh, really? Would be thieves from my house. Okay. We were thinking about getting like a lifelike mountain lion to put in the backyard and having some motion sensors that play like growling noises. <laughs> um, I was thinking about building a moat or maybe getting a predator statue that I could like, like light all dramatically. Like I want, I want some tips from the audience about this. Cause you know, why not a moat? Uh, Raj sounds like he'd have a, a, a moat. Why not just ask him? Yeah, it's true. Raj, Raj with his castle, I'm sure. And his draw bridge and everything. Yeah. Sure. Raj got 24 hour, 24 seven armed security with the super chat money he's getting, you know, this is so true. We'll talk about that more. All that and much, much more next week on Stereo. Download that Stereo app. Follow Matt Morgan. Follow Glenn Rubenstein. Follow NYC Demon Diva. And uh, we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Jody Sean Jenkins, Canadian $2, is saying, hey, Matt, best physique ever in wrestling. I thought they were saying Matt has the best physique ever in wrestling. Yeah, me too. What the hell, dude? <laughs> um, um, In history? Is that what he said? I mean, ever, best physique yeah, ever. It's tough to say... <sighs> Batista, really? But Mason Ryan had an amazing physique. Masters had an amazing physique. I liked Orndorff's as a kid. Gosh, I don't know, man. I really don't. I always like the uh, Warrior. Yeah, there's there, there's quite a few. I, honestly, Batista, because Batista, as I saw in person, when this dude was still 365 pounds in OVW, he was so big. He had to like stop eating as much as he was eating. He had to wow. change his diet. Like when he finally debuted on SmackDown as Deacon Batista, this dude, this cat was like 40 pounds lighter than what he looked like. If you guys don't believe me, type in Dave Batista slash Leviathan and mm-hmm. look at his Leviathan photos. He has this lock around his neck, this chain. It's a legit chain from a fence that they got from behind our arena that you lock a fence with. It's not like a chain necklace. It's a shoot chain. Wow. He was enormous. I've never seen somebody that big in person before and muscular. So Batista, I'd say, um, but, uh, but can I just give them a shout out real quick? Jody Shauna Jenkins does a podcast in Canada and I was a guest on it, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, talk politics. Very, very fun. And I encourage you all to check the, uh, his show out when you get a chance. It's actually a pretty good show. Did you get the story behind the couple's YouTube profile? Oh. You would think that would be the first thing I asked. <laughs> uh, I'm disappointed in myself. It's okay, Matt. Uh, <clears throat> Ian Gomez, $2. This year's WrestleMania match seems like raw matches to me. Well, uh, there's some really good ones, though. No, like she just said, um, like, for instance, Seth in, 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 in uh, uh, what's his name? Cesaro. I'm sorry. Um, they're going to get more time. And when you win at WrestleMania, I'm sorry, those are big stakes. That's the Super Bowl. So, like, when you win on WrestleMania, it may be another matchup that you could see on Raw. But when you do it at Mania, it's supposed to be a much bigger victory. Yeah. I think. I, I As a fan, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Steve Rabo, five pounds, saying Sammy shopping at the Army Surplus Store so Rollins can dress like an absolute stylish boss every week. That's a team player respecting the budget. <laughs> uh, Jason McKay, $10, saying glad to see them finally add some heat to this Bianca and Sasha feud. Crossing my fingers, Reginald stays out of this and just flips off. Please. Yeah. 
So, Biggie and the Street Profits versus Apollo Crews in the Alpha Academy. Uh, Apollo getting that win tonight, pinning Big E. What do you think of the merging of these storylines, Matt? Um, I like them actually. I usually huh. don't like. You know how many times have you heard me say in YouTube, Glenn, um, mm-hmm. that WWE is very guilty of taking, you know, different minority groups and, and putting them in the same, either in a tag team together or in the same angle versus each other. If you want to look at the luchador wrestlers, hmm. they would be working against each other. Right. Or, or, or so like in this case, I liked, I liked this though, because even though Biggie just came from a tag team, you know what I mean? He came out of that tag team setting. This group is different, right? They're, they yeah. have a different feel to them, different characters. Even though they're both funny and, and very entertaining, they're still very different. Um, ultimately, the story is between Big E, you know. And what I didn't like, did you guys watch the pay-per-view? Obviously, we, right? Yeah. So it, in the pay-per-view, like even the pay-per-view – you know, for 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 them to give him his heat back after Big E win, you know, won. Um, either you're gonna push this kid or you're not. Don't 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 yeah. do, with, right. with Apollo. Don't do don't do both. Don't take some, give him some, take some. It, because him winning this, you know what this is. Hmm. This is what they always do, right? They're not gonna ever have him pin Big E, and nor should they. Not yet. Yeah, not um, in setting. Right, but yeah. this is why they shouldn't be working each other either. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. That's exactly why I didn't like it. That's why I didn't like this storyline. I felt like it just gave him an excuse to do the 50-50 booking, just adding a tag team in there so it would look a little bit differently. So I didn't like them right. combining it because ultimately you have Biggie win on Sunday. Now you had Apollo Cruz win tonight, which is going to lead to WrestleMania. And they're going to fight again for, what, the fifth time in like the past couple of months? And, and Apollo is just so good so, right now that I feel yes. like you're, both, you're in a situation where they both need the oh. wins. So you might as well keep them away from each other and let them move on to different fields. And, and this is being booked. This is the definition of booking your talents into a corner, booking yourselves yeah. to a corner. And honestly, though, let me ask you something. I would never be okay with this in any other setting, except unless they do put the title just, I don't want to see Roman Reigns lose. I just want to make that abundantly clear, mm-hmm. but let's say they're idiots and they do put the title on Daniel Bryan. I would only be okay with it is if they're going to switch it on to Big E somehow. And therefore, Apollo beats Big E at WrestleMania for that Intercontinental title. Yeah. That's a lot of me lot of pulling stuff out of my you-know-what. when I'm. <laughs> but nonetheless, I would be somewhat okay with that. There you go. Nathaniel Cook, 499, saying, WWE booking makes me fear they will destroy stars such as Montez Ford. Oh. Good to have you back, Matt. Hey, thank you. Oh, my God, guys. Tell me I'm wrong. Montez Ford is such a single star. Such a yeah. single star. Yeah. Matt. No, I, that's why uh, Street Profits, man, they, they should be uh, in a title match for those tag team championships. Is yeah. there no way for them to be? I'm, I'd be, I'm assuming it's going to be a three-way or a four-way tag match. Right. It has to Me be. Too. They were kind of involved in it last week, so it mm-hmm. has to be. Okay. The KO show tonight. Kevin Owens has Sami Zayn out. Sami Zayn's talking about the conspiracies, the premiere of his trailer for his documentary next week. Logan Paul's <laughs> going to be there. 
So uh, the big guns taking notice. Um, but really uh, out there tonight to challenge Zane to a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. And uh, Sammy says, yes, Owens attacks him, stuns him. Um, this is going to be great. I mean, this is a very, very accelerated match in storyline. It is. And like I said, though, I'm okay with it because their chemistry is ridiculous. Yeah. They're going to kill each other. And I don't know. I'm just happy they both have spots, especially Zayn has a spot on Mania. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But tonight, I felt like there was a little bit of a switch of the dynamics because I found myself rooting for Sami Zayn. He felt like KO is not being oh. an understanding friend. In a weird way, I yes. felt that Sami Zayn came off likable. He's like, hey, look, I have great news. We can premiere it on your show, a red carpet. Logan Paul's going to be there. He was so adorable. And then Sami Zayn was just like, no, I just want to face you on WrestleMania. And started kicking <laughs> his ass. I was like, wait a minute. that's He needs a friend right now. So for me watching it, it, was, it felt like the dynamics between them switched a little bit and i appreciated that so you got to remember though Issa, we're watching it through the lens of really liking sammy zane as well yeah right mm-hmm. like we don't really get angry with him like right. fans are supposed to be when he's trying to get heat instead we're watching it from the lens of that was fucking awesome great that was a great job of him trying to get heat good job yeah. right so like it's like roman same thing with roman like if i was in the arena to hell with everybody, I would stand and cheer for him like a complete mark because he's killing it. And I just, I don't know. Yeah, but the reason why I felt that way is because all throughout until tonight, when I looked at that segment differently, I've always preferred KO over Sami Zayn, no matter what they're oh, doing. Really? Really? Yeah, I've really? always preferred KO, always. So unless he's facing Roman Reigns, of course, I'm going to switch to Roman Reigns, right? So I've always cheered for Kevin Owens. So he threw me by surprise that I was like, you're not being very understanding. You're not giving him the chance to explain his conspiracies. Oh. Well, and you did it was not- just weird. You did not like him when he debuted at NXT and like power bombed Tammy Zane to the side of the apron, did you? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I, think I know by now that I like violence, Matt. I keep surprising you every week. <laughs> 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 I, I I love when Kevin Owens act that way, which is what I saw a little bit of tonight, which makes me yeah. wonder who's the heel and who's the oh, face yeah. now, because in my brain, he switched around a little bit. Yeah, but uh, Sammy with the conspiracy and the Logan Paul stuff, I mean, he's st- there's still a lot it's, of daylight. Okay, Logan Paul DC. is the biggest baby face turn on YouTube. Uh, I'm sorry, Logan Paul went from being the most hated to being very praised on YouTube. Who is he? Who is he's YouTuber? A, he's a huge YouTuber, but he was he used to be very controversial, and then he started changing his content. He started switching. His podcast is great, so I oh. think, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if it's you look up his story, he went from being very controversial to now being praised. Okay, great. Is he the guy that beat up Nate Robinson in a boxing match? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, he beat up someone. I swear match. to God, that's how no, I know no, no, his that name. No, no, that was Jake Paul. That's his brother. That was his brother. Yeah, yeah it was his brother. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really but I'm just saying, I'm just, if, if listen, I, I'm here to look at it differently, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Brett Murphy, $5, saying keep up the good work, guys. Heading to bed, and hopefully I could sleep better than the past okay. two nights. Furiating because the LA because LA Knight lost. Oh, LA Knight. Yeah. Complete. You should. Brett Murphy, I'm with you on that. I was heated. So I still am. That kid is kid. That grown adult man um, has main event star written all over him. Yeah, Glenn, they had him lose already. Oh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. five ten saying Drew's broken dream theme should return at WrestleMania once the lyrics are oh, yeah. and he wouldn't know. That music, I loved that music. I loved that music for him. 
as a chosen one. Brian Berry, 499, saying, could you see them making the triple threat match at Mania for the Universal title a TLC match? I don't even care, honestly. Brother. That's a good I'm point. Sorry. There's been a lot of shares being used, maybe. I mean, Brian, I don't care. I, I don't. I don't like that it's a three-way at all. Yeah. Damn, Alonzo Smith. Sami Zayn needs to shave, a haircut, and a bath. He looks like a homeless lumberjack. The conspiracy stuff has gotten hold at this point. Oh, no way. No, 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 no. The, I agree with his look, but the but his look works. It does work. I mean, he's, he's he's a tree away from hugging, you know, what, at the moment. He's <laughs> he's playing perfectly into what he's trying to illustrate. He's doing a great job at it, I think. Uh, speaking of conspiracies and exposing the truth, Nathaniel Griebel is on to me. He says, it seems like I don't care too much about the wrestling. I'm only here for the paycheck. What Someone the finally figured me out. talking about? <laughs> Hang on, Nathan. This is like the most heartfelt <laughs> kid. That we have on any of these podcasts on wrestling, you know what's funny about it? I you mean, could have hit me with that. You could have even hit Isa, who's brand new to it. And you know nothing about her, but that's my <laughs> point: is that that's how legitimately heartfelt Glenn is. Glenn talks to you all like you're his best friend. So take it back. Well, and that's what's funny about. It. I mean, truth is, yeah, I've been over WWE. I think for about. Oh, I don't know, three and a half of the four years I've been doing this show. But I like hanging out with Matt and Issa and Raj and Justin in the chat room. I mean, it's the community, man. It's like, that's the reason to do it. Uh, I just thought that was funny. So, Bianca Belair versus Natalia tonight. Bianca getting uh, a definitive nice win here. But once you know it, Sasha Banks hits her with the backstabber after the match. And the fans boo. Matt, to you first. How do you think they're building up this feud? You feeling it between Bianca and Sasha now? Are we getting we getting that heat we, we need? Had, we, match? We, we had a definitive heat spot here. So yeah. I liked it. Issa? About time. I didn't like how Sasha poked her forehead and then slapped her and she just stood there staring at the WrestleMania sign on Sunday. Um, I thought her promo before she came out was funny because she said, you know, my mama taught me to be the bigger person. And I'm like, no, you're the bigger person to kick her ass. If she slapped you like that, you kick her ass. You don't stand there staring at the sign. So I'm glad that she got a little bit of that back and slapped Sasha. It's about time that we saw them kind of have a little bit of tension between the two of them. And I'm glad that Bianca got some kind of yeah. offense on there with Sasha. And I so like her match with Natalia. This is where, this is where writers piss me off. Because Russo, love him to death, actually. Vince wrote me some very good television over the years. In fact, I owe Vince my biggest push I probably ever had uh, versus the main event Mafia. And I went through every single one of them, Booker T, Kevin at whatever, one by one by one, to get to Kurt Angle at our, our WrestleMania, uh, Call Bound for Glory at TNA. Anyways, Vince wrote all that. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to preface that with... I get frustrated with how they write for baby faces because they bury baby faces and they don't know it. I remember like yesterday I was in the ring with Scott Steiner. We've talked about this where Scott's like, we're supposed to have this like athlete to athlete promo where even though he's a heel, I'm supposed to be the bigger man and just say, Hey, I looked up to you a lot as a kid, me and my brother um, went on to be an all American athlete and then followed your you know path to becoming a pro wrestler. You know, you laid a pathway for many of us in NCAA division one athletes. You know, thank you. That kind of thing. 
But then Scott fucking just flipped what, what, what you could see what he was going to say. I knew what he was going to say. It was written. And it was about him like running my girlfriend down, even though I was married. Um, and saying shit that you're supposed to punch somebody in the mouth for. And I just had to sit there. And I went to Russo before. And I'm like, Vince, why am I not like destroying him here for this? He's not just getting over on me. He's big dogging me verbally. And I'm just sitting there taking it. It doesn't, this doesn't feel right, bro. The blueprint would not just sit there. I would definitely react to this in a form of physicality. And he's like, Matt, you don't get it, brother. Your Facebook, Facebook, your payoff is going to be at the, at the pay-per-view. You're going to get your comeuppance at the pay-per-view. You mm. want this sympathy on you, which he's partially correct on. As a baby face, you want to get sympathy on you. So people will pay money to see you at the pay-per-view, get your comeuppance on that bad guy. But not when it's verbal like that. I don't agree with that. And if you're a seven-foot giant, you damn sure can't have somebody in your face saying those things to you and you not taking their head off into the third row. Yeah. You know, it buries you right where you stand. And when I was watching that, that's what it reminded me of, uh, uh, what you were just talking about right there, Issa, between the two girls there. I remember being in that moment in time going, well, I'm doing what they're telling me to do. Like, that's my boss. I got to do what they told me to do. You know, and then it just, you know, you're buried instantly when it happens and you yeah. get pissed at yourself for not saying I should have blew my nose with that script and said, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they kind of like reeled it back in tonight because I'm telling you when Sasha poked her in the forehead like that, I was like, there's nobody that's going to stay poked without getting physical with somebody. No. And the character that we know of Bianca Belair, NXT, even Reginald said something to her and she whipped him with her, with her hair. Yeah. She's not someone to stay quiet and just smile and say, oh, I'll get you. So I feel like it, it was a little bit fixed tonight and we're finally getting a little bit of heat between the two of them, which is what we really wanted this feud. Yeah. They, so they, they need to do their best to save it because we want to so, see this match and they kind of so, like so, ruined it. So, in, so in, I just wanted to ask you for that one part there. Uh, when wrestling, when you, when you, when the baby face and the heel break that two foot zone, so here's the heel, here's the face. When they get within two feet of one another, there has to be physicality. Mm -hmm. If there's not physicality, the face looks like the world's biggest, you know what, uh, mm -hmm. wimp. And, that's why you got to be careful. You guys ever notice how like the heel always gets out of the ring before the baby face can get there to them? Mm -hmm. yeah. Because there's a rule of thumb that if you get within two feet of one another, you've got to then have physicality. And if you don't, you're kind of both buried actually, but more mm -hmm. so the baby face. Yeah. And, you, and this is a wrestling show. This is a wrestling company. This Ooh, isn't right. like, you don't have to worry yes. about HR. Like there's no, <laughs> and think about in the movies, Daniel LaRusso still tried. He still took shots at Johnny. He still played the joke at the Halloween dance. He still did things, you know, yes. and when you think about in, in the movies and TV, when you have the character that's like, I could beat you up, but I'm not going to. Like they're supposed to seem kind of wimpy, and then it's always thinking of that scene in Adventures in Babysitting when uh when Brad uh, confronts Mike at the French restaurant, and then Daryl is willing to shove Mike. Like somebody needs to take the bully down, you know. But you're gonna you don't want your baby face to look like a complete wimp. That's not compelling. That's not interesting. Especially in today's day and age. Especially, we've yeah. already gone past the stone cold. You know, uh, gray shades of a uh, gray babyface character that wrestling threw on us in the Attitude Era, when there was a huge shift of no more saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, brother, and cheering for that shit. That shit was corny. It was the dude drinking a beer, right? And the shades of gray were now babyface material. 
We're even far past that now. We're 20 years at least past that yeah. now. So babyface has to be damn near a heel nowadays. That's why I really do think Roman Reigns right now would be the most over babyface because yeah. of his edge, because of his swag, because he's a, there's a little bit of a dick in him. Yeah. But people like that. People like that badass with a little bit of a dick in him. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Brian Barry, 499, saying Logan Paul's supposed to fight Floyd Mayweather in a charity fight this year. And uh, Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. They haven't said for when. Uh, why do we know that information? I don't know. Why At do all. Know why, do you, why do you know that? It was all over Twitter. <laughs> My fault. Steve Robbo, two pounds, know. saying, can you imagine a reality show with Montez and Bianca? Yes, I can. Oh, why oh yeah. Thing? Hell yeah. That, that that should have happened already years ago, like three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, I That's agree. Um Razor Gem five 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 to six 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 five dollars New Zealand. What is the reason why NXT and rating AEW ratings are not growing? I hope everyone on the wrestling Inc. team is doing well. Much love. It is true. The ratings do seem pretty. I mean, they swing maybe a hundred thousand viewers week to week, but it's not it's not getting bigger. I really don't have an answer. I saw Kenny Omega uh, uh, Kenny Omega on Impact did its lowest impact like in quite some time. 116,000 viewers when I Justin Labar was telling me that they're normally getting like 149,000 viewers, 130,000 viewers, and then somehow when the biggest star in a non-WWE uh, television show was on their show, for it to drop to that, mm. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I really don't. Yeah, you need like a jailbroken old school cable box to find impact. Like, what network does impact even air on? You can't really go <laughs> by impact, right? <laughs> but, 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 like, that's supposed to, when you have a star on it like that, he's supposed to be the one that's making us. Like, I, I couldn't tell you when impact was on. I had no clue. I haven't watched it since I've been there, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I would, and I did, when I knew he was coming on that show. Not this last time. But the right. first time. So, like, I don't know. I just think it's it's all together, whether it's AEW, NXT. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, I feel like it's very insider, and they're not doing a lot to gain new viewers. I feel like both shows feel very for the insiders, for the people that have been here. Do you think NXT is, though? NXT, you think, is insider? Hmm. No, but I feel like NXT, you have your old-school nostalgia people that watched it back when there was – it felt bigger than what it feels like now. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I just don't see them doing anything that's going to... I thought they did. I thought Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly did an amazing job with that promo this you week, like that? but is did that going like to... I loved it. I did. It was very passionate. It felt very real. I actually... I'm into it more than I am Karrion Cross and Finn Balor, and that's shocking because I really love Karrion Cross. But I really love what the two what the two of them are doing. It's just because of their friendship, whatever. It just doesn't feel like you're doing anything new. Um, I blame Finn Balor not Karrion Cross for that. Same, and I think they need to give Karrion Cross the belt and let him have the reign that he was supposed to have before yeah. he got injured. And I, listen, props to Finn for carrying it in the meantime. But we know that Karrion Cross was supposed to be a long term champion, and injury got in the way. So I'm looking forward to him having a real a real run. And I feel like people will tune in if they see a picture of him, a video of him, his entrance, him in the ring, Dude. Scarlett. I feel like people will tune in to watch that. So show. Yeah, no, 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 100%. And I'm doing a, uh, um, sorry, a fundraiser 
uh, for our Boys and Girls Club of America, but here where I live in Florida, I don't know if you guys can see this or not. Can you guys see that? Not really. Yeah, now we can. Yeah, I can. Okay. So, like autograph photograph yeah but even look at their 8x10 right him oh, and his yeah. wife like it, they They're scream so scream star they mm -hmm. screams superstar from every angle possible and i think that's amazing by the way that he gives back to this community and he hasn't even yeah. been on smackdown or raw yet this is i'm telling you guys in real life this is a really good dude Oh yeah, no, I worked with him. They uh, did some work for one of our sponsors uh, at a Starcast, and they were both phenomenal and super professional. When another wrestler, who I won't name, Orange Cassidy, uh, didn't show up for the meet and greet, and they went overtime and did a fantastic job. I'm huge, just fans personally of Karrion Cross and Scarlett. I just can't Good wait people. to see his ring. I cannot wait to see his ring because I still feel robbed when he got injured. I'm glad Me he's too. healthy, and we're gonna see it. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's put over the Boys and Girls Club, Matt. I feel like we've talked about that organization before on this podcast. Seriously, <laughs> I uh, at the end of the year when I'm doing my donations and uh, trying to think of charities I haven't supported, it was actually this podcast that made me remember how pivotal. Because we were talking about like the first time we just heard hip hop or like started watching wrestling, and yeah. for me that was the Boys and Girls Club. We watched yes. WrestleMania on VHS. The first time I heard New Edition, Real Roxanne, that was all the Boys and Girls Club. First time wow. I ever failed at break dancing was the Boys and Girls Club. And I just, I, you know, I've got such nostalgia for that because it's a great place in every community where you can go and yes. meet other people from your community, uh, other kids that might not be the same ones you go to school with. Yep. Um, you can be exposed to different cultures, different backgrounds, yep. different viewpoints. And uh, it's just a great organization. I love hearing you're raising money for the one there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the board now. Um, and I was, a, yeah, definitely from the age, gosh, age eight all the way to my first day in college. I was in my boys and girls club seriously daily because that's where I worked on my basketball game by myself yeah. until I got comfortable being around other people in social situations and not as awkward and quiet and shy. And then you got introduced to them through basketball and then became the cocky prick I am now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, sincerely, it's the best of the best, the boys and girls clubs, just because what you just said. You're gonna. It's like a melting pot of different cultures, age groups, likes, like 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 what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Break dancing and trying new things that maybe you may not have tried. I don't know. It's 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 a great situation, and I can't suggest it enough to parents out there that sleep on it too much. That the Boys and Girls Club is still most certainly around. Just look up where the one is in in your community, and get your kids involved in whether it's sports or after school specials. Nowadays, they have computers there, and they have people that nice. work with them on their homework. Like, it's, yeah. I used to volunteer. I used to teach Zumba, and then I would tutor kids that had um, that were trying to learn English. It's oh, nice. so much fun. ESL? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a lot of fun. You feel, you feel great about it, and you just meet these kids have such stories, such characters. Like, they stay in your heart. It's awesome. Very cool. That's awesome. Jackson Callens, four ninety nine, saying I got nothing. Just showing my support. Much love, guys. Jackson Callens is going to. <laughs> I'm going to hire Jackson Callens to do some home renovation for me on the new house in Las Vegas. We've been talking about it. I'm looking forward to. it. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with Jackson Callens in April. That's awesome. Jackson's very long time friend of the show in real life. Our friend as well. 
Good dude. That's awesome, Glenn. Absolutely. And his portfolio is beautiful. If you're in the Arizona area, you're looking to get some tiling done in your bathrooms. You're done. Uh, hit up Jackson Callens on Twitter. His portfolio stuff is great. Uh, Brian Barry, 499, saying, I think they should do the cross versus Balor match at Mania. It would be a nice tub, but they have two nights to fill at NXT as well. So. What yeah. am I missing here? Why can't that be at Mania? Because they have to do the, what do you call it? Take NXT over. gimmick. Yeah. I do agree him winning that title. Could be a cool moment at Mania, obviously. But whatever it takes for him to get the damn title back, I don't care. Just as long as it happens. <laughs> Same. I don't care where he happens as long as he happens. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about all this stuff. We're on such a high. And now let's talk about Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio. Wow. What where are- did this come from? Why Whoa. was this on the show? And I feel bad for everyone involved in this. Me I mean, too. Dominic, yeah. Bobby Roode. Like this just, it's just bad, man. This is not good. Ray got the win, but. Uh, I feel bad tough. for Dominic. Yeah. I wish his yeah. real father, Eddie Guerrero, was here to save him. <laughs> his real. Storyline, though. But yeah, I think I think this will these teams will be in uh, that match at Mania probably uh, against the Street Profits. Hey, time yeah, out. I, it's gonna Eddie, happen. Can I just say Eddie had a T-shirt that said "I am your poppy." <laughs> yeah, I have that T-shirt too. I wear it with pride. <laughs> Pat, did you see uh, uh, NBC Universal people at Peacock are going through and censoring? old WWE content in the move to the network for things that might not play so well. So I'm really worried that uh, your send off oh. at the hands of the Mexicools might be cut off uh, Peacock on the WWE uh, archives. Oh, that was incredible. Yes. Good. So I, I get, I, I get, yeah. So you guys can't see me get my ass kicked. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, I was just watching WrestleMania two today. Yeah. And it was after Piper, um, gets disqualified versus Mr. T in his boxing match. And he's talking and saying all these things. I'm like, holy shit, how did that ever... Wow. I don't yeah. even remember that as a kid when he says some of the things he says. But you're right. And I'm looking at it today going, oh my god, there's no way that could air today. I like... So- I'm sorry, Disney Plus and HBO Max have put up cards ahead of content like Gone with the Wind or the things where they're saying like, hey, it was a different time. We understand now this doesn't play well at all. They do that. They do that. Yeah. I think that's ingenious. Yeah. That's smart because at least you're warning people if they're going to if somebody's going to be offended by that, then at least, you know what I mean? There was something that was put up previously to warn them. Um, But at the same time, don't you think that there needs to be some if we keep getting rid of history, yeah, it's going to be completely forgotten about. And there's terrible mm-hmm. lessons that we have all had to learn through others' mistakes or even our own for that matter to yeah. get to where we've gotten to today. We're at where we're at today because of all of those mistakes. And I'm just fearful if we live in this pristine society. Uh, I'll say this for stereo and I'll shut up because this no, is no, a I get it. conversation. No, it's it's important though. You're right because um, even today, the most evolved people weren't always the most evolved people, and I think it's important sometimes to to own up uh, to those past mistakes or or uh, speed bumps on your way to becoming a better person. I don't. Th- I think you're right. Um, but uh, or even learning from others though as yes, well. Though absolutely, you know, I give credit. Paramount Plus just put up the first season of You Can't Do That in Television, and we we're watching that the other night. And what that was is like. On that? 
Oh my God. Uh, really? Well, like El Capitano at the, the firing squad was, was Brownface um, yeah. doing that sketch. Um, there's a lot of like, it's somehow both a kind of woke show, but also problematic, like just depending on the sketch or the segment. Like some things you go, wow, that's really progressive. And others are like, oh my God. But I watch a lot of it. I was watching the episode about drugs. Um, and I'm just, I'm like, this was a kid show. I cannot believe this was a kid show that they put on there. It's it's interesting, huh. but you have to view it through the it prism again. of what it was at the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's not to excuse anyone's bad past behavior, but I think that, yeah, it's like to understand it is to, you know, show how we've evolved and understand why we needed to, perhaps. Uh, where we were at in a society where that was acceptable at the time. Yeah. That's the biggest takeaway that I, I, I worry about our, our kids not being able to learn from that, where we look back at the day like, hold up, time out. Y'all had slavery? What in the? Yeah. You know, remember your first reaction to that when you were a kid? And yeah. You're like, Wait, what? That, you're shitting me. That's, this wasn't real, right? Like your first reaction to that, your just mind is just blown by that when you're a little kid, mm-hmm. right? And then, so, but, but now if you don't have that, how do you not, I don't know. Yeah, perspective. It's important to have perspective. Uh, and we'll talk about this much more on Stereo next week, I'm sure. Yeah. Steve Rabo, 20 pounds, saying all three in on this. If you could book the Mania main event for both nights, who would you have close? All current and possible superstars are on the table. Show the fantasy bookers how it's done. Glenn, you're the voice of Wink, bro. Well, thank you so much. Uh, but that's interesting. Right. So fantasy booking, closing the main event each night. I had Roman. Yeah. And I had, uh, I still have Roman. Roman standing tall on one and, um, come on, not Sasha, but. There's a poem. Oh, Bianca. Bianca standing tall the other. Yeah. Yeah, I will stick with Sasha and Bianca night one. And I actually will switch because he says his fantasy booking and I will have Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley night two. Oh, there you go. You can't just throw him in there. He He's said anybody. A... He said anybody's fair game. Yeah. Friggin' okay, Bruno Sammartino back to life. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get to, to beat Bruno. <laughs> I would love to see Rhea beat um, Asuka and then have Becky Lynch just come out and say, Rhea, you, me, SummerSlam, and that's the end. Okay. We go off the air with that. I love that. It's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez, 499, saying the Cut Pipers match with Bad News Brown at WrestleMania 6 where he painted himself half black. There's no way the Attitude Era is going to survive this. Oh. No, they're going to have to delete the whole Attitude Era if they're going to censor. Gonna yeah, and it, it makes you wonder, did WWE or, or did NBC Universal or Peacock, like, who did they think they were getting in business with? I hate to say it, but yeah, I, I, I have to say the same thing. I'm like, you know... <laughs> This yeah, is a they're... business that specifically plays on your emotions. That is their number. That's our number one job as a pro wrestler is yeah. to make you emotionally invest. And if we could take things in the current genre that's happening now in today's society and piss you off with it, if you're the bad guy, that is your job. Yeah. It's your job. So go back in time. That's a lot. Same thing was they had the same job title back then. It, it, it's never changed actually. Yeah, and I think um, it was probably in today's world, it's probably harder for them to yes. push those buttons. But back yes. then, I mean, I mean, cheap when they you talk about cheap heat, like that's yes, yes. 
the the cheapest form and um 100%. and it's crazy because you think about like oh here are the top 10 worst moments but there are hundreds of moments that like just where does it stop i think they need to come up with a disclaimer system or, or something to contextualize this so there's not going to be an archive at all and Tanio garcia five dollars saying i don't know why peacock can't have a tier where you can get the archive uncensored um I wish they would have signed a deal similar to what UFC has to where, you know, like give Peacock the rights to stream the pay-per-views, but keep the network so everything could have stayed the same. Um, because it's just going to be a lot of history that's gone that we can find so easily in the <coughs> network now, you know. It's, and they're editing, um, supposedly, from what I saw today, they're editing the WWE network internationally <coughs> as well. So the same changes that Peacock is making, they're making to the network for the people that get to keep the network. So anybody that has a DVD collection of old school WWE pay-per-views, guess what? <laughs> you have access because nobody else oh, is going yeah. to have access. Yeah, mm -hmm. good point. It's crazy, man. And, and just so nobody gets this twisted, I don't think, I mean, none of us are defending the content itself, but I think that to Matt's I'm, point, it's like history is important. And whether you like what happened or not, to be able to have that unpreserved is important. And especially in terms of teaching why it was wrong and people understanding why we can't go back there. Especially for that reason. Number one with a silver bullet reason. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I remember the host said that history needs to be remembered, not celebrated. Not all history needs to be celebrated, right. but all history needs to be remembered. And that's exactly what this is. Look at how far yes. we've come. Yeah. And I'm just worried we're not going to be able to say that anymore mm -hmm. because we're not going to have those teachable moments to be able to, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So the final segment tonight was Adam Pierce uh, making the announcement. It's going to be a triple threat at Mania. Brian and Edge got into it. Reigns joined into it. Edge was standing tall at the end of this. I mean, we all knew this was, was coming. He was standing tall. He was sitting on a chair because oh, he can't keep Sorry. up with them. He can't keep up with them because he's old. Okay, it's been 10 years and he needs to stay away. Metaphorically, he was standing tall, Lisa. Literally, he was sitting down. <laughs> he was literally sitting down, gassed out. Come on. You saw it. I saw it. Uh, I was being kind. I, I, guys, I don't know why they think they need to have this barn burner of a match. They don't. Edge just needs to serve as a target for Roman Spear. That's it. Ding, ding. Eat the spear. One, two, three. That's all I need to see. <sighs> That's all I need to see. He's the he... hood ornament. He is your hood ornament of this company right now. He needs a win over a Hall of Famer like Edge. And now this gets completely diluted. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. And I really don't think it made any of them look any better. Outside of Daniel Bryan looking sneaky, well, nobody nobody looked better sneaky. tonight, period. It, sneaky. And you know <laughs> what else? It's like, look, Roman's been killing it with his matches. He's been having great quality matches, actually. And it's like, so I don't need him to have another like five-star match at Wrestle because it's WrestleMania. The purpose of Edge was to again be a Hall of Famer that the champ, the champ of champions in WWE, you know, beats him. That's all. That's all he's needed to be served as a silver platter to Roman, so Roman could continue to crescendo into the super duper stardom that he's on it, that he's on his way to continuing. Because otherwise, all that stuff with Jay, um, turning Roman, all of it will be a waste. 
if they take the title off him right now, and I'll be very pissed at this. Hmm. Stupid, 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 stupid. If they do this, Antonio Garcia five dollars saying, "I'm hoping Edge and Brian break off for a summer feud and bring someone new for Roman, perhaps Big E." Okay, okay. I don't hate any of that. Although I don't want to see Big E lose yet, but he's not ready to beat Roman just yet. That's where they should go. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Edge has felt all over the well, place and, and a little bit moody throughout Issa, this entire field. Isa, will you be okay with Roman doing the job and dropping the title no. to <laughs> Biggie? No, not 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 right now. All right, two months from now, how about three months from now? Maybe like three years. I'll be fine. Come on, being sincere. I'm being serious. <laughs> I we'll see what they go with Biggie. Not when he's getting pinned on SmackDown in a random tag match. I'm not okay with it. No. Well, you got to build Big E like a monster in order for me to say, yeah, go ahead and do it. I need that win to be significant. And Big E hasn't, it's not, he's not there yet. If they book him consistently not losing and like demolishing people, then yes. But he literally just got pinned tonight. <coughs> just wanted to ask. So, <laughs> final thoughts on tonight's show. Matt Morgan. Good. I thought it was good. Again, I was very, very excited to see Sammy and KO get a freaking WrestleMania match. That was a really big highlight for me tonight. It was. Um, loved uh, the freaking opening match. The opening match was freaking off the wall good um, between Seth and Shinsuke Nakamura. I liked the whole show almost. Almost the entire show, I got to be honest. So out of 10, 1 to 10, I will give them an 8.5 tonight. Wow. Isa. That's high. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought I liked it. I, I figured we were going to get to the triple threat, but they told a story from beginning to end with it. Um, I did. I, I would always be here for seven, Shinsuke. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. I, I miss Bailey tonight. I, I really yeah. want her to have a WrestleMania match. I'm upset that she that doesn't have a WrestleMania sucks. match. That and, sucks. Yeah, and you have all these tag teams. Like, Rey Mysterio finally teased that he wants to be tag team champions with Dominic, and I hated that he even manifested that onto the world. So why can be one of those WrestleMania moments, father and son? Oh my God, it's gonna happen! I'm telling you. Seven. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Wolfbane five dollars saying WWE going to Peacock has put the F back. Now the World Wrestling Flower Network. Uh, it's kind of. <laughs> I mean, that was a good try, Wolfbane. But come on. <laughs> Uh, a more serious note, uh, Steve Rabo, our condolences. Uh, Steve, five pounds, saying thank you guys so much. I lost my mom on Wednesday at 59. Listen all the time, but uh -huh. don't contribute a lot. But seeing you answer my questions has been an escape. Steve, Steve, so sorry to hear that. And, yeah, Steve, god dang, I am so sorry, brother. That, that, there, that never, ever, ever is gonna, is easy. It yeah. sucks. Um, my dad passed away, good Lord, in 2011. I still, when I get weirded out, I still rub his ashes on my tattoo here. Um, I talk to him out loud at car stops. How about that? At red lights when I'm having a really, really oh, wow. wackadoodle day and I'm really stressed. My dad rides shotgun with me and I talk to him out loud. I know it sounds crazy. And I'm telling you right now, when you lose your mother, your father, it is the shittiest thing in the world. It sucks. Yeah. We all morph back to being those little boys and little girls that they raised. And it sucks. But I will say this much. She's going to go with you everywhere you go. Is watching Absolutely. everything you've got going on in your world right now. And I don't, I don't know you enough to say this. 
but I do know enough to know about parents and being one myself now. And I will guarantee you, she's incredibly proud of the man you've come to me. I guarantee wow. that. Very well put, Matt. Very well put. And again, Steve, our condolences. God, man. It's tough. I th think about it all the time. Uh, I mean, we talked about this. For the smart ass that made that comment earlier about you, Glenn, this is the shit. This is why Glenn does this show. For, yeah. Sorry, this one. This is why Glenn does this show. For these I mean, types of things. Because he's a good dude and he's a good friend. He's a good friend I mean, to all y'all watchers. No, and it's his community too, man. I mean, last year when I was going through, I mean, sort of talk about it, not quite the same. But when my mom had COVID last summer, you know, and I'm writing that letter you never want to have to write your parent where it's like, this could be, this could be it. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, this community, you know, not only the co-hosts, Matt, you, uh, Issa recently, um, Roz, Justin, I mean, Alfred, like the camaraderie that we have and the bond that we have, but the bond we have with this community. Family. I oh mean, I, I don't know how I would have made it through this last year with my mind intact without mm. the community in around wrestling Inc. and this podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. Remember when we first started doing this when COVID hit? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, thank you for doing it. I was like, y'all got this completely twisted. Yeah. We're using you guys to get our minds off of this craziness that's happening in our world right now. And you're our, you're our distraction. Yeah. So it's very cyclical. Absolutely. Right? And that's the thing. Um, you know, we've talked about this on the after show and we talk about it on the podcast. It's like, it's unfortunate we have to talk about wrestling some weeks. Because there's so much more that's on our minds or that we're excited about. And uh, when WWE programming is bad, this podcast is almost like like a support yeah. group for people that love wrestling but are disappointed with wrestling. You yes. know, we're disappointed with WWE and the product. But, uh, yeah, this this yeah. Um, this community, man, like it's definitely been huge uh, this year. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everyone, for tuning out. Jackson Callens had one final thing to say uh, that – uh, oh, tonight's storyline, all I did was take away the spotlight on Edge's storyline and return. Don't need Daniel Bryan in the mix. Uh, I mean, yes. yeah. It's, yeah. Daniel Bryan's return has been, I mean, think about, what was it, two years ago, Matt? When I think Raj texted you, like, Daniel Bryan's coming back. We oh, yeah, I was drove off the road. Because immediately, I'm like, I'm going to finally see AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. This is going to be awesome. And, <laughs> yeah, it's been a fart in church. Not because of Daniel Bryan, but just with how they've booked him. Yeah. And I know he wants to put other guys over, but. I personally think since Daniel Bryan came back, the best that he was was when he was a heel. When he was doing the Planet Champion and he had that match with um, yeah. Brock Lesnar, the match with Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35. Yes. That was his best. After that, it, has, it just hasn't been the same. Yes. I agree with that. And we'll see. So uh, next week. I was going to say we'll be back Monday. Matt, you're, you're Fridays only now. And we're doing Wednesdays as well. Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesdays and Fridays. So I get to see Matt on Fridays. Monday night, I don't know who I'm podcasting with. It's a surprise to me. Lisa. Lisa, are you on Mondays now? I don't know. I, I don't know. I was asked to fill in last Monday. I don't know anything else after that. This is going to feel, Matt, like happy days when Richie left. <laughs> and, they're, and they're trying they're bringing in ted mcginley to fill that void but roger nobody was tuning in for roger and the Fonz's chemistry it's gonna um, be a surprise opponent every 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 monday for you you're just gonna <laughs> log in and there's gonna be a new face there yeah. god forbid it's raj geary god forbid raj shows up to do the podcast consistently he didn't do monday 
No, he will probably do. Did he do this last Monday? I don't did think he do maybe. Last Monday? Yeah, he did. Oh, he was the one before. He didn't do. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Wait, about how could have all four of you done it? So it was no. Lisa, Raj, and you? I did one with Labar. Was that last Friday? We did this with Labar? I can't even remember. That's, I, I don't know. I was here no, Monday. It was a Monday, Monday after Monday. Fastlane. Okay. It was, oh, Fastlane. It was, you, it was you, me, and Raj on Monday. Okay. Wow. Fastlane was me, Alfred, and Justin. Yeah. But Monday. Yeah. The one show to watch, Monday Night Raw. Did yeah. Raj do it? I think he did this last Monday. So we'll see what happens next week. Oh. Who knows? You know, I'm just along for the ride, man. Going to be here. You have uh, to remember, we were trying to tell him about the afterlife of the Fiend. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> what? Issa, Matt, Issa has some very detailed theories about the hierarchy of hell, including, I believe, that hell has Wi-Fi. If you're, not if you're good enough, if you're bad enough, you get perks So, yeah, it's a negative reward system to where the worse of a person that you are, the better Wi-Fi you get when you get to hell. And like you get better food, you know what I mean? Like you get like five star meals if you're like a really big crook. But if you're like a small time criminal, you get really shitty like dial up internet and then you get like hot dogs and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So this was your can of worm conversation that started with The Fiend? Yeah, yes. because I, I have so many questions for The Fiend. If he just got back from hell, I need to ask him, how was it? Did you get to, who did you get to hang out with? Who's down there? Did you wrestle so, anybody down there? Like The Fiend, I guess, he's, listen, I'm, listen. So <laughs> you, my thing with all this, I was like, well, why does he still have hair? He should have shaved his hair. Yeah. How did his hair Why did his hair not burn? How did Maybe burn? there's beauty salons in hell, and they tried to do some kind of extension work on him. You know, when they lit him on fire in the ring, though, wasn't his whole body on fire or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody in hell hooked him up. There has to be beauticians down in hell. Evil yeah. beauticians. Evil beauticians. Can of I course. just say how disappointed I was? Okay, not disappointed, but shocked. I had just been called up to SmackDown. It was the first week there, and I, I didn't know they had a makeup chair, a, you know, person to do your hair, stuff like that, right? And I remember getting just like a trim or something like that, right? Sweet, sweet, high-top fade that I still have to this day. <laughs> and um, I, I never forget this. And I was like, what's that? And I pointed to like a, a blonde-haired extension that was inside of like this long packet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, you don't know what that is? I'm like, no, what is that? It's a hairdresser. She goes, oh, that's, that's Trish Stratus's hair. I go, whoa, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean it's Trish Stratus's hair? That doesn't make sense. She's like, wait, you think like that's their real hair? Like, Matt, we sew that and we knit that into some of their hair. I'm like, like, it was over for me. I was so like, little, little boy Matt was devastated. Because <laughs> I didn't, I, I had no idea. I, this whole time I assumed that like, that was Trish's real hair. That was Stacey Cable. Stacey no, Cable's real they all hair. wear, they all wear extensions. All of them. I grew up. I, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> At the age of seven that. or eight, so, my so mom explained right? that Tina Turner wore a wig and that wasn't her real hair. And uh, I've just had disbelief ever since about most women's hair. Oh, I, For the, I, I will say is is I get asked all the time, especially like when I have my hair freshly done, if it's not mine and it drives me crazy because it's mine. But I get that all the time. Like I feel like females oh. are so used to it that they assume any girl with long hair, they go, oh, where'd you get your extensions? And I'm like, right. oh, no. 
<laughs> so nowadays, like, oh my God, yeah. But like, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this was my first experience with it. <laughs> Dolly Parton also wears a wig. Um, but Matt, could you imagine, think about how much time you've spent trying to get those points perfect on your hair. Yes. Imagine if you could just put something on that had the perfect Matt Morgan spike, uh, spiky top special. I'm getting closer and closer, just real, real willing just to start shaving my head. The problem is I don't want to look like a menacing, scary person. Yeah, no, I understand. I, understand. <laughs> and I will look like I worry, I fear. But like, yeah, that that that's I don't. I, I was like kind of embarrassed by that. I was like, I, like it was like the guys telling me, like, you don't mm. know that. I'm like, well, no, I've been with the same girl from since my freshman year in college. Why would I know that? How would I know that? You know? Remember that episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when they were stuck somewhere because of the <clears throat> earthquake and the girl starts taking out her nails and then she takes out her lashes and then he, she takes out her hair. And he's like, Who are <laughs> <Yes>. you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, recognize her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just <laughs> reminded me of for some reason. <laughs> yes. Totally. There you have it, folks. Uh, you yes. can't get this in any other wrestling podcast. Uh, so on that note, everybody, yes. have a good weekend. We'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Follow Issa at NYC Diva. Follow Matt at BP Matt Morgan. And download that stereo app for iOS or Android. The After Show is at War is returning next week to stereo. You'll be notified when we go live. When you get that app, follow Matt Morgan. Follow Glenn Rubenstein. And give a follow to NYC Demon Diva. You'll be notified when we go live. And we'll talk about all this and more. It'll be so off topic. It'll somehow strangely get back on topic next week on stereo. And uh, we'll see you next time. On the wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care, everyone. <laughs>